welcome to today's episode of Strata Originals. As the name implies, we speak with true originals and we take you to the next level. These are leaders who stand out by the lessons and stories they share to inspire us, entertain us, and teach us. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. You can also watch the video podcast of these episodes on YouTube at Strata Originals. So fasten your seatbelts, ensure your tray is in the upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Your in-flight host, Leanne Vicaro. It's one thing when maybe you start to roll and you're established, but when you're, like my wife says, Khadija says, like you're nobody from nowhere, who was there then? And do you remember those people? And do you still keep in touch with those people? And do you still support those people because they supported you? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, I like that quote from, from that TV series Suits, um, you know, where Harvey Specter says, like, loyalty is a two-way straight. If I'm asking it from you, you're getting it from me. And then you had a little bit of a, not really, almost a small, small break. Yeah. And then March 2020 <laughs> hits. Yeah. And you started Conquer COVID. Yeah. Um, again, it was a tweet that I put out. Uh, so now my wife has to check my tweets before I put stuff out because it <laughs> tends to pick up. I mean, not that I have a big follower or anything. It just, you know, uh, they, I guess the calendar quality of people that, that I'm fortunate to be connected to. So what happened was when COVID hit, a lot of us, you know, as you know, we're home and in particular in Canada, a lot of our frontline workers in hospitals, nurses, doctors, um, you know, sanitation workers, um, you know, didn't have access to proper PPE, masks, gloves, gowns. Now, two years in, we, we know a lot more, but back then it was an unknown. And, and so uh, what we found out was a lot of them didn't have equipment or gear. Um, and that's because like my mom's a physician, my father-in-law's a physician, my brother-in-law's a physician. We had a lot of friends who were nurses and doctors and we were hearing from them. And a lot of them were worried and their families were worried, particularly if you have people that have health issues. Um, so um, we decided, uh, Khavij and I, with a couple of friends, uh, Waze Krejci, Ruby Aldi, who was involved with No Fly, um, Greg Tilson and Lori Dillon Schalk we were just like in a WhatsApp group, a couple of us, and then other people quickly joined. And we said, you know, um, Chris Houston, Natty Malik, and a whole a few others. And we were like, we need to do something. So then you're looking at different ideas. What can we do? Can we get respirators? Can we, um, you know, that we can't really do that. We can't manufacture respirators. So then we decided um, maybe what we could do, uh, what Ruby called, uh, create a Tinder for PPE. And so basically create a website and Greg fired it up really quick where uh, if you're a nurse or a doctor and you need PPE, so masks, gloves, gowns, and 95 masks, that kind of stuff, a hand sanitizer, click here. And if you have the stuff to donate, click here. So we kind of matched it up and our focus was just in the Toronto area. Um, and then it just kind of blew up for lack of a better term and more people got involved and a lot of people wanted to help. And, you know, and then along the way, you know, we we're fortunate people were, were engaged and, and supported us um, and um, more and it spread through the medical community. Um, so, for example, we took our guidance from the doctors because they would know. And we were like, what do you need? So one one physician told us um, we need baby monitors. So we're kind of like, well, what do you need baby monitors for? Like during the lockdown, maybe nine months from now, we're going to need lots of baby monitors. Everyone's at home. But right now, what do you need baby monitors for? And what he explained, uh, Sean Mondew, who is a head of ER at Hamilton General, said that 
some of their hospital beds have communications units, but they were getting overwhelmed. So they were putting people at triaging them in, you know, different areas. And so they needed to be careful to protect their staff. So they only had a certain amount of PPE. So they wanted baby monitors because that would allow the patients to communicate to the nurses and disturb them if they have to go in and see them right away, or if it's just a request to change a bedpan or just something else. Right. Yeah. Um, so we're like, okay, so Khadija and Lori then, started posting on Facebook to get baby monitors, but, and they would get them and they would clean them themselves and make sure everything was done. So there was no, you know, transmission of the virus, but we realized we can't scale quick enough on that basis. Yeah. So then using LinkedIn, I figured out who the chief merchandising officer was at Toys R Us, uh, Sean Williams, and, and a couple other friends of mine were connected to them. They made the introduction Call them up and I said, look, this is what we're trying to do. And uh, we need you to help us ship baby monitors to hospitals across the country. So he's like, well, how many do you need? And I was like, 500 to start. <laughs> and, and and they did it, right? And um, to their credit, we weren't even established like um, as, a, as a non-for-profit yet at that point. But then they vetted us and like, okay, these guys seem legit. And we then started shipping out these baby monitors. And then Volvo Canada contacted us and said, we just suddenly on social media seen you guys are doing this stuff. We want to help. So we're going to give you a fleet of cars, uh, 18 of them, fully loaded, gas, 407 fees. Matt Gerges was the, the head of Volvo Canada, and he was like, just drive. Their agency helped facilitate this, who were, who were great. And so we're like, really? And they're like, just drive. Just do what you're doing. <laughs> and so, because now our employee, our volunteers, were all driving themselves and spending their own gas money and their own thing. So it was great that Volvo provided that. Um, and then the prime minister, I don't know how, picked up on it. And then he announced that. And it was kind of funny, the story that the, the guy from Toys R Us tells me is that, you know, they sent these baby monitors to us and it was kind of, they had to make the case. And then his CEO one day sees the prime minister doing his daily briefing, you know, in COVID when that happened and said, you know, I'd like to thank Toys R Us and Volvo Canada and Bombardier and 3M for supporting Conquer COVID-19. And the CEO was just thrilled because it's unpaid exposure on a national level. Yeah. So, you know, then the, the CMO uh, tells me, he goes, Suleiman, you need anything else? Just, it's done. Like, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> and, and, and I think that's just a function of the spirit of that. And then, you know, other people got involved, um, you know, Haley Wickenheiser, Ryan Reynolds then got involved and in that, and then people like Bob McKenzie and James Dutty and the guys like David Amber and Craig Forrest from Hockey Night in Canada Sports, Nat and TSN got involved and other people did. And then this thing kind of just blew up. So we ended up in four months, like Shopify through Fiona McCown, they, their, their foundation donated a million dollars. So we ended up raising about two and a half million dollars in about four months. Um, we partnered up with the charity IDRF because we didn't want to touch the money. Like I'm always careful with money. So they touched the funds. And the funds 100% were used to purchase PPE and distribute it. So in about four months, we distributed 3 million pieces of PPE equipment to hospitals and frontline workers across Canada, from Newfoundland all the way to BC and Nunavut. Um, and uh, yeah, it is. We, and the volunteers were the most amazing part. Like we grew from six to 120 across the country. And these people worked all in. Like they didn't ask for anything. And um, you know, and our partners were terrific as well. So that, again, we use social to, yeah. to, 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 to amplify that. And that was a credit to the team that was built and, you know, and we weren't a permanent solution. Like we were just there to step into the breach. Yeah. And then once government stepped in then we wound it down. And so that's a credit to, again, a lot of people. Yeah, it was amazing. But you knew, and you knew a lot more about what you were getting into. 
right? And you knew it. Yeah, that time I had an idea versus no fly, what was starting to happen. And, um, you know, um, but, you know, no fly, I would say is pretty special because that was kind of like the first initiative, right? You, you get, you know, success sometimes when you have a good team and good people and you have, I think, the right goals. Um, it's easier to replicate, but, you know, you still have different challenges. But yeah. that was something that stepped in and our corporate partners were terrific. And again, the volunteers, like the medical students from U of T who behind the scenes weren't on social media and they're packing boxes and shipping stuff. And, and, and we can't toy around here because people need this. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not trying to, there's an urgency, not, right? yeah, like it saves lives. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be dramatic or whatever, but when you're committing to Etobicoke hospital that you're sending them 10 boxes of N95 masks, they need it. Like yeah. you can't come late. And, and that's a credit to, to folks like Yusuf Ahmed and Reza Fakiri and others who, who, who all these med school students. So when the, the pandemic hit med school shuts down, that's what they did in the midst of their med school exams and studies. So I have a, a remarkable uh, amount of, 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 of appreciation for what they did or the doctors like, you know, like Ruby Aldi, Jeremy Resmovitz and others who, who gave us medical guidance to Hale Gandhi. Like these are phenomenal people that just, you know, helped us and, and, and gave us the guidance of what was needed. And so we avoided the bureaucracy of the government and the hospital administrations. Like we drive a Carly and like right to the emergency and give it to the charge nurse. So there's no <laughs> pardon my French. There's no effing around. Um, it's, 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 it's going to the people that need it. Right. And, 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 and you have to do that because when people are donating their money, yeah. there's a trust. Yeah. So I can tell you that of yeah. the funds that were raised, 99.5% went to purchase a PPE. The 0.5% went to the credit card fees that we incurred for transactions that were done on the site. We did not keep a dime. Every single dollar went, um, you know, because that's a trust. You can't, you know, whether it's, Shopify cutting you a check for a million or someone who's using their disability check to give you $10, that's a trust. Yep. So, Absolutely. you know, and that's a credit to Andrew Branion, who was our CFO and he ran things real tight, you know, and people like, you know, Fatima Dada, who was our legal and, and those kind of things. These people are just phenomenal. Yeah. And you, but you knew enough to, to sort of set a, 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 a beginning date and an end date and what you wanted to accomplish and what you had to focus on. And then you used well, it, it, to find out who needed what. And so it was, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of other learnings. Um, well, there were like some people when things got going, like the big thing I learned is you do an initiative, you have to have an end date, but some people didn't want an end date because, you know, suddenly you're in the press and you've got celebrities and there's money, there's an attraction to that. You have to have the discipline to say, no, right? Like it, it ends here. We, we were here for a set time. You don't want to continue that, right? Because the spotlight can become attractive and you have to really, you know, self-reflect and decide, well, why are you really doing this? Is it to help people or is it for attention? And, you know, those were discussions and things that's happened, but, you know, fortunately we did shut it down at the time that, that by the time that was necessary, because then, you know, I, I don't believe that, um, I think individuals can help, but I believe that the responsibility ultimately forms on government. Right. And, 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 and they have to be responsible to take care of society. For sure. I mean, this was just a, a step in for where everybody was caught a bit off guard, right? Like, absolutely. Who had enough of anything? Well, apparently the U S had a, enough of everything. They just didn't know they had it. 
Well, it, it, the analogy, I guess, to, to your point was we were like the 101st Airborne. We kind of just stepped in for a bit of time until the main invasion forces landed on D-Day kind of thing. Um, and, and, and the group of individuals that I worked with, I'm very proud to have worked with them and, you know, uh, because they stepped up. I mean, these were people, too, that some had full time jobs and families. And so the other hours, they'd be up to one or two in the morning doing work to help fellow Canadians and people don't understand that, right? Many of them were in the background. Um, many of them did not seek spotlight or social media. You know, they weren't doing selfies. They weren't promoting themselves. They're just quietly getting the work done. And, and I think that that's, a, that's kind of the, the, the ethos that you want to have in any initiative that you do. Yeah, except if you're trying to get the word out. That's different, right? And that's, and that, but, but even with that, it's funny, like we, we wanted to make sure that it wasn't about us. Yes. We wanted absolutely. to make sure it was about the doctors, nurses, the frontline healthcare workers. Like we even had a mandate when we're delivering uh, PPE, don't be in the photos. Yeah. The drivers. Put, as long as the nurses and the doctors agreed to it, take the photo of them with the gear because it puts the spotlight on them and to our donors to see proof that we're actually delivering gear and we're not, you know, stockpiling it or, or anything. Right. And uh -huh. anyone who wanted full accountability of our financials, we would show it to them. So yep. there's proof and there's paper record, right? Like, you know, so if an investigative journalist wants to come in and ask questions, we'll answer them. We got nothing to hide. Like it's all there. Right. Yep. And, um, but, but, but I think when you make it about the cause and the individuals that, just makes things grow. And then like, you know, our Instagram and Twitter blew up because more people were, were seeing that. And I think if you can inspire people to give, I don't think it's about showing off. I think if you're sincere about helping people, then I think people can see that sincerity. Yeah. hundred percent. So, um, I don't want to take too much more of your time. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given by anybody in your life? There's probably two, um, that stick out. Um, one was, uh, for my wife, cause she's a lot better than this than me. Um, where it's just the ability to listen, uh, before you speak. Um, and especially when we're working with, with CEOs and senior executives, the ones that I really admire, the ones that have an ability to listen, uh, versus talk. Um, and, and so my wife has, has, has really taught me how to become better at that. And, and obviously the leaders that I work with have taught me like you and Alan, how to be better at that. Um, the other piece of advice that clients once told me on a more business related angle um, was, I, I just, it just struck a chord with me. He said, if you want money, ask for advice. If you want advice, ask for money. And I find that to be really true. So those are probably two pieces that I would say that, that stick out for me. Yes, I'm very familiar with that quote, <laughs> that piece of advice. <laughs> and it is it is good advice i mean it's it's i use the, both of those pieces of advice all the time actually it's it's a journey not a destination exactly it's like life right like we can we it's because it's not just business it's no. per, our personal lives too right it yeah. helps to listen even when we're at home yep <laughs> yeah Thank you for spending the time today. You're welcome, Leanne. Thanks for having me.